Good morning, all listeners. It's Saturday, May 20th, 2023. It is 8.05 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 245 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Bear. I'm Boogie. And I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome to episode 245 here on this beautiful Saturday morning out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Got a great week of sports ahead. Excited for today and tomorrow's baseball, NBA, and NHL playoffs. As you know, that's what we will be covering uh, day in and day out until these playoffs have commenced. We are down to the final four in each of the NHL and NBA, which we will get to a little bit later. And we have a jam-packed MLB card. The, The baseball season is progressing bugs. Most of these baseball teams now are up close to the 45 to 50 game realm. So we are just... Approaching the dog days of summer. We are approaching the dog days of summer here as we go through MLB. The NBA playoffs are heating up. Yeah, they are. And, no pun intended there. Yeah. And the NHL has got some heat in the desert. So we will discuss all of that today. That's what you can expect on our show today. We will discuss uh, Lakers Nuggets Game 3 tonight on ABC. Uh, Panthers Hurricanes Game 2. Well, we'll recap what's happened in this conference final uh, rounds in both the NBA and NHL, but we want to dive into baseball right off rip. Um, great thing about today, we don't have any early games. First game on the docket is at 11, 10 a.m. Boogie, we have, we're starting off here with a little AL Central matchup between the Kansas City Royals and the Chicago White Sox. This is going to be game two of a three-game week game series in Chicago. Chicago won game one last night, 2-1, so looking to take a 2-0 series lead here with Lucas Giolita on the mound, and wow, Jordan Lyles, folks, 0-7 with a 7-1-4 ERA. That might be the worst in the big leagues, man. Because of that, and because Kansas City is pretty much probably going to be selling their whole team before the month of July... We'll go ahead and take the White Sox minus $1.88 on the money line. Easy winner to start the day. I mean, both are very, very uh, mediocre here. So, obviously, two mediocre teams playing each other. One of them's got to win. There's no ties in baseball. There's not. White Sox here with Gio on the mound. Lucas Giolito, he's coming in two and three. I expect to have a big game today. I'm going to go ahead and take the White Sox on the run line, minus one and a half. And I'm going to catch a couple of dollars on the plus side here, plus 105. White Sox for Boogie. Just like that, a two-unit play, White Sox money line and run line. Do with it what you'd like. 12.07 p.m. now from the Rogers Center in Toronto, where the Toronto Blue Jays are taking on the Baltimore Orioles. Two powerhouse teams out of the American League each, which is stacked. The Orioles are in second place right now, currently three and a half back of the Tampa Bay Rays. Blue Jays are 25-20 and 20 and tied for last. That's what five games over 500 gets you. If they were 25-20 and 20 in the National League Central, they'd be in first place. Just want to throw that out there. Um, Alec Manoa has had a slow start to the season, and rookie phenom Grayson Rodriguez has also had a slow start to the season. Um, interesting matchup here from Rogers Center Boogie, and... Game number two of this series, the Orioles did win game one last night, 6-2. to two. So, Blue Jays looking to tie this up and force a rubber match. Or uh, Baltimore looking to take a 2-0 lead. Yeah, Toronto has dropped three of their last four right now. They're not looking great. 
Orioles are on fire in this AL East as we have been pumping them up over the last couple of years and we've seen the progression. Um, I got to go with the Orioles again today. Uh, they're cashing some money um, on a dog here today, plus 123 on the Orioles. Boogie on the doggy. Woof, woof. Grayson Rodriguez to get a win here. Um, I'm going to take the Blue Jays, take a stab. I think it's a, it's a situational bet for me. I think they tie the series and set up a rubber match. I'll take Alec Manoa, Manoa to uh, have a bounce-back start. Blue Jays money line at home. Cubs and Phils from Philadelphia. Man, the Phillies have been playing some pretty decent baseball here, Boog. Up until the last, earlier this week, they've actually lost a bunch in a row. The Cubs have too. They finally got off the schneid last night with a 10-1 win in Philadelphia. So, game two of this series, you look at the Cubbies right now, and they're sitting four back of the Pirates in the National League Central. Phillies are eight back of the Braves in the East. Two teams that are trying to continue to fight for playoff positioning here as the days c- continue to go on. Jamison Tyon, former Pirate, former Yankee, on the bump for the Cubs against Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia's problems right now have been their hitting. Uh, Cubs have uh, a nice... A nice run support last night, and uh, I actually have to feel like the Aaron Nola on the mound is going to be the difference today. I like the Phillies today, minus 140 as the favorite, and uh, that, well, minus 162, I'm sorry. We got minus 162 on the penny line for the Phillies. I'll take the Phillies and now Nola. Ooh, okay, Phillies and Nola. Jamison Tyon still looking for his first win of the season. Yeah, he is 0-2 with a oh, 6.66. That's bad juju. Not very good. Mix, I'm going to jump off it, but I'm going to dream pitch it here, man. I'm going to take the Cubs with Tyon. I think the Phillies are on a losing streak, and I think they're going to keep losing, and I'm going to take the Cubbies to win this game at plus $1.48. Just so you know, for your records, I used our list for today on CBS Sports, and we're going down ESPN, so we might be jumping around a little bit, just so you know. Thank you for the heads up. Rockies and the Rangers is the next game on the list here at 105. And I'm trying to see here. I think they moved. Okay, there's a bunch of 105 games. Gotcha. Rockies and the Rangers next game up here from Texas. And uh, the Rangers here, Boogie, you're holding serve. They made all those moves in the offseason. Obviously acquiring Jacob DeGrom, who isn't healthy right now. but And uh, Nathan Eovaldi's pitched well for them. 27-17, first in the AL West, going against the Rockies, who are 19 and 26, dead last in the NL West. Kyle Freeland is probably the rec- uh, Rockies' best pitcher, four and four with a 3.16 ERA, going against John Gray, three and one with a 3.15 ERA. Even pitching matchup here. Um, the Rangers did win Game One of this series yesterday, seven to two. You look for the Rangers to go up 2-0 in this series, or the Rockies to tie it up. No, I'm going with the Rangers here. I like John Gray on the mound. Minus 105, minus one and a half. I think the Rangers bats get to Kyle Freeland. And uh, I'll take the Rangers again, laying one and a half, minus 105. To nobody's surprise, we still just can't get on the same page in baseball, my friend, because I'm taking the Rockies at a big plus money price. I think uh, Kyle Freeland gives him the best chance to win, and I think the Rockies get a rare road win here in Texas. Don't look now, but we are uh, three drink bets in four games. Man, I can't wait to see what happens. Thank God it's only May. <laughs> Christ almighty. <laughs> Tigers and the Nationals are next at 105. Two teams that are actually you know, over-exceeding expectations this year. The Nationals are 10.5 back right now uh, in the National League East. And you got the Tigers only two back of the Twinkies. Mm-hmm. Tigers are playing some pretty good baseball right now. Alex Fado on the mound. 
um, going against Patrick Corbin, who's actually been good in his last couple starts. He's won his last two starts. So what gives here Nationals, Tigers, you look for uh, the Tigers who won game one of this series looking to go up 2-0 or Nationals going to split and set up a rubber match on Sunday. You know what? The Tigers here, uh, they're showing some uh, fight in their bite. I, rawr. I, rawr, rawr. I like the Tigers today. Um, Patrick Corbin, obviously, we've been uh, notating him as a uh, pitcher who has not been able to get wins. Uh, very, very poor run support as well. Tigers' bats seem to always heat up um, when needed. I like the Tigers here. You're giving me even money on the money line. Uh, that run line, getting plus one and a half, looks kind of nice, but it's unfortunately minus 200. I'm going to take the Tigers and even money here and take my shot. Both teams, obviously, not very good. Tigers even money, and I was trying to keep my depression to myself as I saw you circling your games before we started recording because I'm on the Nationals. I like Patrick Corbin. He's pitched the last uh, couple times very well. I like him to keep his hot streak going of good quality starts, and I'm taking the Nationals at home to win game two and set up a rubber match on Sunday. I think we can finally get back to the well with the red-hot San Francisco Giants who have won their last four games. They're coming off a three-game sweep of the Phillies. And they beat the Marlins with Sandy Alcantara last night, 4-3. to The Giants are looking to go up 2-0 in this series. They got Logan Webb, and dude, you know Logan Webb was 0-5 with a 70 RA, and he's now 3-5 with a 3-2-0. Some fire. His last three starts, he's only given up one earned run. He's been pitching very, very well, going up against Braxton Garrett, who's kind of middle of the road, 5-4-0 ERA. Um, I think the Giants do just enough here. I like riding hot streaks, and the Giants are hot right now. When you take a look at the standings in the West, the Giants are only seven back after a four-game winning streak. The, the Marlins are currently second place. They actually had a long winning streak snapped against the Giants last night. I like uh, the Marlins to drop two in a row here and the Giants to keep going with their winning ways. I'll take the Giants on the money line to beat the Marlins. Yeah, I like the Giants as well. Also with Logan Webb on the mound. Uh, started out poor. His ERA is down to 3.20. Uh, looking for his fourth win. And uh, he's right there, right underneath 500. I think he can do it. Uh, minus 165 is current line. Give me the Giants, minus 165 on the money line. I think Logan Webb shuts it down. Marlins going to some hitting slumps from time to time. And I like Logan Webb to throw a good quality start. And they'll probably win a nice low-scoring game like the Giants always do. Diamondbacks and the Pirates don't look now, Boogie, but the Pirates got back to their winning ways. They've won a couple of games in a row. And they got their differential in runs to plus 23. They are now tied with the Milwaukee Brewers for first place in the National League Central at 24 and 20, taking on the second place Arizona Diamondbacks out of the NL West, 25 and 20. Very similar records here. They actually beat up on Zach Gallen yesterday. Mm. The Pirates a 13-3 victory in Game One from PNC. Very nice uh, to see a lot of fans in the stands in PNC Park. It's been years and years of uh, an empty stadium and that beautiful ballpark with great scenery outside in the city. It's good to see people in there. They uh, really had a good time last night with a 13-3 win, and I look for them to keep it going. Um, this rookie pitcher, Brandon Fat, has uh, really gotten beaten up in his 14 and two thirds, uh, 8.59 ERA. And uh, Mitch Keller, they just had a, a pitching change. Mitch Keller will actually be pitching for the Pirates instead of Ronzi Contreras. And if you guys haven't seen Mitch Keller, he is a All-Star shoe-in at five and one with a 2.38 ERA. Uh, year five for him uh, came up within the organization 
And uh, Mitch Keller is an all-star. He will be in the all-star game this year. I think he's a horse. He's been pitching very well. I'm going to take the Pirates at home on the money line to beat the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I like the Pirates today also. Minus 140 on the money line. Pirates are 6-0 in Keller's last six home starts. 4-0 in Keller's last four starts on grass. And they're also on grass. How about that? I love that. And that's that's not the illegal time. Uh, Also, Pirates are 10-1 in their last 11 games as a favorite of minus 110 to minus 150. We got them at minus 140. There's some facts for you right there. I love that. That's fire. Let's go, Pirates. Pirates all day, baby. Let's go. That's three for us. Books, Pirates, Giants, and White Sox. Yeah, see what goes down must come up. That's true. Royals or Brewers and the Rays. This is your Fox Sports 1 game at 1. 10 p.m. Pacific. The Tampa Bay Rays, Boogie, here's a stat for you. The Tampa Bay Rays have 20 wins and three losses at home at Tropicana Field. Strong. Very strong. Brewers are 11 and 12. I think this sets up well for the Pirates today. If the Pirates win, the Brewers lose. They will have a one-game lead into the division. I look for that to happen wholeheartedly as the Rays have been dominant at home. They're pitching Zach Eflin, who's had a great season for the Rays, 5-1 with a 3-3-8 against Eric Lauer, 4-4 with a 4-5-4. Rays tops in the bigs against lefties this year, so look out for Eric Lauer to potentially get tagged in this matchup. Um, I found Rays' money line shopping it at minus 190. Uh Kicked around just laying the run and a half, which I'm sure that's what you're going to do. I'm going to just lay the 190 and lay the juice and take the Rays to win this baseball game. 20-3 and three at home. Give me the Rays to beat the Brewers. Yeah, Eflin comes in 5-1. and one. Uh, He's making his eighth start. He's got a 3-3-8 ERA. Uh, he won last time out, six innings pitched with only four earned runs, seven hits against the Yankees, nine strikeouts uh-huh. in the 8-7 road win. Um, so that was pretty impressive for me. It really was. I think the Rays bats again heat up against Lauer. Uh, they're at home where they have a dominant record, only three losses. Give me the Rays minus one and a half plus a dollar five. And just like that, three consecutive agreement picks for Boogie and the Bear and getting on the same page here in the afternoon. Let's go. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. 1.10 p.m. from Great American Ballpark. Aaron Judge has homered in seven consecutive games for the Yankees. Earning all that money he made and signing that new deal, uh, Judge currently has a uh, has 13 homers and 29 ribbies on the season. They won six to two last night in Cincinnati, and they look for a back to back win. Luke Weaver on the mound. He has been very bad. The only pitcher in baseball with a worse ERA than Jordan Lyles for Kansas City is Luke Weaver for Cincinnati. Um, I think the Yankees' bats can really get to them here, Boogs, and they're playing for a lot. They're moving up the ladder in the AL East, 27-26 and 26 and a half back of the Tampa Bay Rays. Cincinnati's kind of cooled off a little bit. They're five back still only in the Central at 19-25. and 25. I just think this Yankees lineup is too much. Um, Johnny Brito supposed to start. They might spot start somebody else. I'm not really worried about who starts here because I think the Yankees are going to score a ton of runs. The total's ten and a half. I can see the Yankees probably score ten of those themselves. I think they get the Luke Weaver early and often. I'll lay the one sixty and take the Yankees on the money line to beat the Reds. The Yankees' best all-time history players: Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, The Mick, Joe DiMaggio, Derek Jeter. And we got to put the judge up there because Aaron Judge is on fire. This Yankees bat and lineup has been historically great. Uh, Again, they're starting to heat up. Uh, They were in last place last time we spoke. They are now uh, creeping up. Yep. Uh, You know, obviously Tampa Bay is going to keep winning. Yankees got to keep winning. Obviously some breaks ahead. 
Uh, today they play the Reds, where the Reds are not very good. Uh, Luke Weaver, 1-2 with a 6-2-6 ERA. Brito is feeling some of his oats as well as a rookie pitcher, but the Yankees' bats, I think, are enough. Give me the Yankees minus 1.5, minus 108 on the run line. Multiple win run uh, for the Yankees. Oh, you're going run line, Yankees. I love sure it. Sure am. What, 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 you got plus money on that? Minus 108 at the moment. All right, minus 1.5, minus 108. You know, speaking of the Yankees, I actually cashed with them a couple of times this week when they were up in Toronto. They took three or four from the Blue Jays. I caught them at plus 160 two different times, and I, I like where they're going right now, and I think I got a really good price on them on a future bet. I got them 14-1 uh, to 1 to win the World Series a couple of days ago. So looking forward to the Yankees. Let's go. Finally breaking through and winning one. And it's so funny. I, I, how, this is random, but looking at the standings here on ESPN.com as we record here, Bugs, I kind of miss the days of, like, pre-internet where you would look at the standings in yeah. the paper. Yep. You remember that? I always did. I remember being a kid in the 90s and me and my dad would just have the paper open and we'd look at the standings and the Pirates would always be in last. Mm-hmm. But just reading the, I miss like holding the paper and looking at the standings out of the USA Today. It was oh. very, it was a lot of fun. It was awesome back then. I know. You, you had to like wait for the paper to come out in order. You had to like call in. There was a hotline you could call to check on scores of games. Ah, I remember that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, like funny stories I've heard over the years. Bob Costas tells a really funny story about how him and his dad, his dad was a big gambler, and they went to a Yankee State, old Yankee Stadium back in the day, was watching the Yankee game, and um, the scores would only flash upon request. And I remember they're watching the Yankee game, and uh, his dad called in to see he had bet, he had bet the Oakland A's, and he found out he won ten thousand dollars. Wow! So it was I don't know, funny story, but yeah, I miss the old school days, man. I miss. Uh, you know, as much as I like the convenience of being here in Vegas and betting on your phone or walking up to the window, I kind of miss calling the bookie, man. Yeah. I like calling the bookie. Ten times. Just just calling him. times. You give him, like, your account number and your fucking, your name, and then you're just like, you know, I want a dime on this, and then if... Then if you lose, they're fucking chasing you down, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh man. Good are times. You, are you high? That was one of our guys. Yeah, <laughs> humble humble beginnings. You you lose a couple dimes and then you're trying to scramble to get the money for the bookie and then he's sending his d- disciples after you to break mm. your legs. Mm. That's mm. when that's when betting was worth uh, losing something because you knew that if you you know, if you lost, you had to pay the bookmaker. Oh yeah, and or um, they would be paying. You there was a, li- a wise bookmaker always said, I, "I took the bookie back in the day for some change, for some for a lot of money." And uh, he, I remember losing it back to him, and he said, "Son, you'll never beat the bookmaker." Nope. And then, then I became a bookmaker myself, and I realized that to be true because we cleaned up. Look, they always say Vegas, especially this town, was not built on winners. Nope. So we are. Uh, Kind of a unicorn because we, sure we, we win. We give out those winners. Yes, Oakland A's and Astros, um, big favorites here. Minus three hundred five for the Astros. I mean, the Oakland A's are ten and thirty six. I have a strategy for all of you out there that want to follow this. If the Oakland A's win a baseball game, bet them the next day. I have been doing this all season, and it's undefeated. The Oakland A's have not won back to back games all season. So, if you want a baseball betting strategy. Don't bet anything until the Oakland A's win a game, and then the next game they play, bet against them. You'll be good to go. Okay. I've been doing it all year, and it's been working. I don't know if I'll get to the window with this, Bugs, but obviously there's only one way to go. They have Hunter Brown, the rookie phenom. J.P. Sears has not been the part 
of uh, pitching very well from that trade from the Yankees. Only one way to go here, Boogie. It's got to be the Astros. They won five one yesterday. I think it'll be a similar score. Astros on the run line. Uh, yeah, we got to go with the Astros here. JP Sears, I'm very disappointed in. Um, I don't know if it's just the organization. Obviously, we know about the bad situation that's going on down there in Oakland. Um, they're only getting about 2,500 people to visit their their stadium uh, on home games. Uh, they are going to be here in Vegas at some point. Uh, there's still issues going on with where they're going to put the site. Um, that we thought we had a site, now we don't. Now they're putting it in another area, yeah. maybe knocking down the, the Tropicana Hotel. Whole big thing going on right now, but this team yeah. is in big-time disarray. Um, but, yes, I like that theory. They are never going to win two in a row. Now, they did lose last night 5-1 to one to the Astros. Yeah. Um, their Astros are at home. You got uh, Brown on the mound. And, again, J.P. Sears 0-3 with a 5-2-7 ERA. It's never good to have a rookie pitcher playing on the road. Give me the Astros, minus 1.5, minus 150. There it is. Easy money. Astros by multiple runs at home to just beat up on the Oakland A's. And the Astros are fighting in that West race right now. Sitting two games back of the Rangers, and uh, the Oakland A's are ten and thirty-six, an MLB worst minus one sixty-five run differential, and two and eight in their last ten games. Dodgers and the Cardinals, one of two options for you viewers out there to watch on Fox. The Dodgers have been hot right now, twenty-nine and seventeen. They got Noah Syndergaard on the mound, taking on the Cardinals with Miles Michaelis. The Dodgers actually won last night 5-0, coming back from a 16-8 win in Game 1 of the series. So this series is tied 1-1. Who do you like to take the upper hand today in St. Louis? Um, Dodgers. Dodgers 29-17, Oppo 19-27 for the Cardinals. The Cardinals have a nice couple of wins, um, but the Dodgers go on the road again. 1-3, 5-9-4 ERA for Syndergaard. Mikolos, 2 1, 4.991 ERA. Dodgers giving even money right now on the money line. I got to go ahead and take my shot here. I think the Dodgers bats will get to Mikolos. <coughs> Mikolos, give me the even money. Dodgers, even money uh, for Boogie. Back on the drink bet train, my friend, because I'll tell you what, similar to Logan Webb and similar to Patrick Corbin, Miles Mikolos has actually pitched a lot better in his last couple of starts. He was 0-1 with like a 7 ERA. He's won his last two starts. He got his ERA down to 4-9-1. And the Cardinals are getting hot right now. And I'm going to take the Cardinals at home uh, to drink bet you. And I want to give a shout-out to your percentage. Your percentage on all episodes of this podcast, giving out the Dodgers, is now Eclipse 90%. Let's go. About 90% taking the Dodgers. So, boogie on the Dodgers, Baron on the Cardinals. Second option for you guys out there, if you want to watch baseball today on national television on Fox, is a matchup from Atlanta, and it's the Mariners and the Braves, two teams we expect to see in October at some point. Mariners are six back in the West. Braves are the division leaders right now, and um, playing really good baseball, World Series caliber. Looks like a spot start here for Jesse Chavez for the Braves. It was originally going to be Tonkin, but they replaced him with Jesse Chavez just recently. Logan Gilbert is pitching for the Seattle Mariners, and he's actually pitched very, very well this season. You look at game one of this series, the Braves won last night 6-2, to two, so Braves looking to take a 2-0 series lead over the Mariners. What gives here, Boogs? Are they going to clinch a serious win here, or are the Mariners going to win this game and set up a rubber match? I mean, this veteran reliever, Chavez, he's an 0-0 with a 2.50 ERA. He's already got 79 strikeouts. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lean on the Braves here. The Mariners are not as good as we expected them to be. Logan Gilbert, 
comes in just under four ERA at a one and two. Uh, their bats have not been able to do what they have been over the last couple of years, uh, progressing. The Braves minus 134 seems pretty juicy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the Braves at home, minus 134. Drink bet number six, my friend. I'm a big Logan Gilbert backer. He's pitched fantastic his last few starts. I'm riding the horse on the, on the bump here with Logan Gilbert, and I'm taking the Mariners at a plus money price to win game two and set up a rubber match in Atlanta on Sunday. We move to the night games now, 7.07 p.m. on ESPN+, Plus. the Twins and the Angels. The uh, Angels got a 5-4 win yesterday, finally beating Joe Ryan, who seems to win every time he takes the mound. These two teams are battling for playoff supremacy in the American League as the Twins have a two-and-a-half game lead on the Detroit Tigers. And the LA Angels are only four back of the Rangers in the West, so the Angels are trying to get Trout and Otani to a postseason together for the first time. Patrick Sandoval's been lights out going against Louis Varland, and I think Patrick Sandoval, who's been pitching very well, will continue his hot streak. Angels at home, affordable price. Angels minus $1.25. I'll take the Angels on the money. Yeah, the Twins are now only 2-3 and three in their last five overall and 10-13 and 13 on the road this season. Uh, Angels have won back-to-back games and are 3-2 and two in their last five. 11-9 home record. I'm going to go ahead and take the Angels with Sandoval on the mound, minus only 120. Uh, Angels for Boogie. Very affordable, the Angels at minus 120, essentially a pick them. So, unbelievable. Um, I'm seeing that. I just saw a postponed game. The Guardians and the Mets postponed? Guardians and Mets aren't even on our list. Oh, it is. It was supposed to be. That game's postponed, everybody, just so everybody knows. Mets-Guardians postponed. They're out. I guess there's rain in New York, so we can scratch that off our list. I just was scrolling down, and I was like, it looks like we're missing a game, and then I saw postponed. So, Guardian Mets postponed. They are working out a, uh, a make date as we speak. Last game on the docket here is late-night action between the Padres and the Red Sox. Red Sox beat the Padres 6-1 to win their third consecutive game. Boston's won three in a row. San Diego's lost three in a row. Big-time pitching matchup between Chris Sale and Joe Musgrove. When you look at the Red Sox, they are 25-27.5 and 27 and a half back of the Rays. San Diego, 20-25, and 8.5 back of the Dodgers. What gives here, Boogs? The Red Sox can keep this hot streak going, or is San Diego going to tie this series? Yeah, I think Red Sox got a, a shot here to take care of business all weekend long on the Padres. Musgrove, not great since he's come back from injury. 1-1 one one with a 6-6-3 ERA. Padres are surprisingly very disappointing, 20 and 25 so far on the season with all those great bats that they've got. Um, I'm taking the Red Sox on the road here today. You're cashing money too, plus 114. Take the Red Sox plus 114. 14 games in the books, Bugs, and that's seven drink bets because I'm taking uh, San Diego Padres minus 130 at home with Musgrove. That's seven of them, boys. We know what happens when we go with uh, oppos a lot, too. Well, there's seven. There's seven of them. There's seven agreement picks and seven oppos. So it looks like we have a boogie in the bear and seven teamer. The and, juggle. Uh, so it looks like we're going to be putting in a fat Saturday parlay with the White Sox, Giants, Pirates. <coughs> Rays, Yankees, Astros, and Angels. That actually sounds pretty, pretty Good. We sprinkle in our NHL and NBA picks, and we got a holiday nine-teamer, my friend. Oh, yeah. Best bet time in baseball before we move on to the NHL. You know something? My best bet's going to be them Pittsburgh Pirates, baby. 
Pittsburgh at home, Mitch Keller on the mound, minus 140, easy money. They'll beat the Diamondbacks. They're getting hot again. I'll take the Pirates. I'm going with the Yankees. Yankees on the run line, minus one and a half, minus a dollar eight. Boogie's blockbuster best bet for today. Look at that. Our best bets are our favorite teams. Yes, sir. What are the odds of that? What are the odds of that? Best bets are our favorite teams. The Pittsburgh Pirates and New York Yankees to get it done. Let's move on to the NHL where we are in the conference finals. Conference final round started on Thursday. Let's go, Knights! Well, we'll get to that in a second. We have to first talk about this four-overtime game in Game 1. Did you watch that whole game? I did not. I did. I don't. I can't believe it. It was crazy. The kids were yawning. Announcers were yawning. Everyone was tired. They played till about 2 in the morning. Eastern time. Game 1 of this series was a 3-2, four-overtime win by the Panthers. Game... Uh, Puck dropped at about 5.30, and game ended near midnight. It was almost a fifth overtime, too. Yep. 4-3 win, or 3-2 win for the Panthers in uh, game one. So they have a 1-0 series lead. And then last night, the Stars and the Knights in another classic. Did you know that this marked the seventh time the last ten times the Knights played the Stars that they were tied going into the third period. Yeah, they were playing in shootouts in the regular season, too. Dude, they battle it out. You remember in the bubble, every game was close. There was like 17 total goals scored in five games. The Stars did beat the Knights in the 2020 bubble uh, conference finals, uh, four to games one. to one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got one game on them. It was a great game, 1-1 tie after uh, two they, they traded goals back and forth, and uh, the Stars got a goal with under three minutes to go to tie the game and force overtime. And the Golden Knights got the overtime goal. Um, shout out to Brett Howden, who's OT Go, gave the Golden Knights a game one win. Fourth, four to three win from the Fortress, man. So the Knights up one game to zero going into tomorrow's game two. It was great. Um, if you watched and paid attention to that Edmonton series against the Knights, obviously it got very heated and testy. Uh, what I saw a difference in in this game one uh, with Dallas was uh, we were able to stay out of the penalty box. Yep. Um, that Edmonton team, very good, but also very dirty. And uh, it doesn't look like Very da- dirty. Yeah, Dallas doesn't have those, those dirty guys, really. Uh, they just play tough defense. And um, obviously, you got Pavelski out there. And uh, a few of those other guys that are mm-hmm. that are going to give the Knights some fits. But I think that the best combination that that uh, we're able to get from this team, um, obviously all the stars are playing well, but this is more of a team win. And the way that this team is built, yep. their fourth line is able to even contribute, yep. uh, which has been an issue over the last couple of years. Yep. Uh, so they've got things going here, man. I think that they can get to the cup. I really do. Yep. Obviously, regular season doesn't really mean much. As uh, Edmonton had dominated the Knights during the season, and Dallas also had dominated during the regular season. We're in the playoffs now. As we look and we go and transmission into the NBA, you will see what happened with the Heat and the Celtics. Regular season sometimes doesn't mean as much until you get to the dance. Because if you get to the dance, you you got a chance. That's true. Knights and the Stars game two will be tomorrow at noon, and we'll talk about that on tomorrow's episode 246 around the same time as this morning. Today, though, Boogs, we do have game number two between the Panthers and the Hurricanes. <clears throat> this is a game I think you just don't overthink. The Carolina Hurricanes in the past two seasons are 20-3 and at home in the postseason. They are coming off a home loss 
Everything lines up. Don't overthink this one. Hurricanes at home laying a dollar fifty-five, dollar fifty, some places. I'd say minus one fifty is going to be your best line you find. I like the Hurricanes to get back on track. Plus, it's a zigzag theory. The Panthers stole Game One. We'll take the Hurricanes in Game Two. So that's my pick in hockey today. The Carolina Hurricanes minus one fifty. I mean, this Panther team just won't go away. They really won't. And uh, I got to give them a lot of credit. Number eighth seed in this uh, this. This playoff, it's just unbelievable yep. um, what some of these teams, we saw in the NBA, we're seeing it in the NBA. Panthers and Heat, both eight seats. Amazing. Uh, Hurricanes at home, zigzag theory here. I don't think it's a question. I think the Hurricanes, I'm not saying the Panthers can't win this game. They're going to be tough. Um, I, I even think that they have a shot to win the series. But I think in this game, <coughs> Hurricanes, if they want to even be in the series, they got to win today. Yep. Um, I think the Hurricanes minus 150 looks really good. I'll take the Canes minus 150. I'm with you 100% of the way, brother. Carolina Hurricanes today, easy money, 5 o'clock TNT. Make sure you guys tune in. We transition now into the NBA, and I'll tell you what, man. What a good couple of games we've had here. Wow, West and East Finals. Our Game 3 setup start today. When you look at the Heat and Celtics series, that's got to be the shocker of all shockers. Um, Jimmy Butler said it best. They don't care what anybody thinks. The Heat won game one of this series, 123 to 116. Then we're thinking last night's a zigzag opportunity. 17 straight times the zigzag theory has panned out with the home team winning game two after losing game one. And the Heat ended that streak, a 111-105 victory. The Celtics had a 96-87 lead when Grant Williams hit a three last night, started jawing at Jimmy Butler. And the uh, Heat ended the game on a 24-9 run to win the game, 111-106. Had a horrible beat on the under, like I told you this morning, 215.5. They Mm. finished at 216 because of meaningless free throws. And once again, the Heat outplay the Celtics, outcoach the Celtics. And now the Celtics find themselves in a 2-0 hole traveling to Miami tomorrow where, funny enough, they're three-point road favorites in Game 3. Crazy. It's crazy. I don't even understand it. Um, but shout out to the Heat, though. Similar to the Panthers, pesky bunch won't go away. The eight seed Panthers and the eight seed Heat keeping it alive for the dogs. Unbelievable. Uh, this Lakers team, we got to look at this Lakers team as a team of ebbs and flows. Lakers minus six right now, minus two fifty five on the money line. Me, too much uh, heaviness there on the money line. I'm going to go ahead and take the Lakers. I think that the Lakers can go ahead and take care of business at home. Uh, you know, some of these guys that are contributing. Uh, obviously, we always see the, the role players play better at home. The defense will play better at home. That crowd will be into it. Um, <coughs> Mr. Obvious over here, Nuggets plus six. Man, they just took care of business against the Lakers. Both games. Both games. They won by they, they, so they won. They won one thirty two, one twenty six in game one. And they won one hundred eight, one hundred three in game two. So a five and a six point win in the first two games. Now it transitions to L A for game three, and you have the Lakers as six point favorites. That's kind of strange. Kind of strange here. So why not take the Lakers minus six when it looks opposite or go opposite when it looks obvious? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Lakers minus six. I think they have a really good game uh, set up. That defense uh, will learn from that fourth quarter collapse uh, in the last game. Uh, They had that game won. So give me the Lakers minus six. 
I'm with you all the way, my friend. Uh, the Nuggets plus six looks like the squarest bet I've ever seen. I think the Lakers come back to L.A. and play, the, like you said, I think the role players play a lot better. I like a double-digit win in game three for the Lakers to really make this a series. They always say it's not a series till someone wins on the road. So if the Lakers can take care of business today and Monday, we're 2-2 right back to Denver. So Lakers lay the six. It's going to be a double-digit win for L.A. tonight, and they're going to get back in this series. LeBron ain't going down 3-0 to the Denver Nuggets. Heck no. Not going to happen. <clears throat> That's a wrap, my friend. Nice show. 8.40 a.m. Plenty of time. First game's not to 11.10. Remember to go take care of our best bets, the Yankees and the Pirates. Very excited to win some money today with everybody, and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning for episode 246. Baron out. Boogie out.